previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I bet if I gave you $50 to, and I won't say exactly what he's saying, but there was a certain uh, sports center personality I think that he did not particularly like, and he wanted me to say something slightly offensive to that person. And he was like, oh, you know, if I bet if I gave you $50, you would do it. And then he just kind of like walked away. Well, Matt Kelleher, who's one of his PTI producers, you know, I think felt kind of bad for me and kind of like stood there and started talking to me and asked me a little bit about my backstory. And then he said, oh, my God, Tony loves that story. He's going to be so embarrassed when he finds out who you are. Back to the Loy Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. How great was that Jeff Ma interview? It was so great. I mean, we haven't gotten that much feedback. Well, we got a lot of feedback on Pablo Mm -hmm. and a couple others in the past, but we heard from a lot of people. Yeah. Let's start here. We heard from Tony Beeson, episode nine. He writes, wow, just wow. Great interview with Jeff Ma. A few things stood out for me. One. Jeff sounded so clear. The audio fidelity was so much better than when he appears on the big show. What's your secret? (laughs) Well, I don't think we should share our secrets. (laughs) I'm still ooing and eyeing over that compliment. Mm -hmm. Then he says, B, Jeff sounded so charming and energetic. So much more than when he is on the big show. Again, what's your secret? Well, that's just, I think that's it's us. Chuck and Roxy. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's you know, the hey, secret. Hey. Finally, the stories and backstory was excellent. Thanks for drawing him out. We look forward to seeing Jeff on The Bachelor or not. <laughs> then speaking of reality TV shows, we heard from Rick Devins, Ooh. episode 200. He just said, I want an invite to one of those fancy dinners with Jeff and Rufus Peabody. Need to get them watching Survivor. Yes. That's true. Yes. All right. Then we heard from Don Hammock, episode 68. This is one of y'all's best episodes. Whoa. Uh, I read it just like he wrote wow. it. Wow. I like Jeff Ma on TK show, but he displayed way more personality here. He got out of the narrow pick'em lane. Also, thanks Bob Walsh for the kind words. I'm sure I'll have a bunch of extra seats at the Biloxi Summer of Littles. Mm. So those are just a few. We yes. got really great feedback. So yeah. we're thrilled because honestly, Roxy, I was a little worried, just a little bit. Yep. Because I know Jeff Ma is not a all-time fan favorite on the TK show. I think mostly because of what he does. Yeah. So we all know, I mean, a lot of listeners, it's like the brackets week. You either love it or you hate it. They either like the picks or they don't like the picks. We know Tony loves them and that's why they're there and that's why he does it and it's his show. But we're certainly glad we decided to invite him on and we're thrilled that he accepted. Oh, and was excited to be on. Oh, yeah. 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 It was great. He was like, I need to hear more (laughs) about this podcast. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, all right. Now, we have some things we will need to get into before I meet the Littles guest. One is, I want to just touch upon this because we got a bunch of emails about this, too. And it's the whole Chris McKay episode Mm -hmm. and tying it in with Chris Eliza. So, Uh we heard from John Miller, episode TBD. He said, I don't know if you've covered this But near the end, during fun, dumb questions, did Chris McKay mention he went to Loomis after earlier saying he went to a prep school? Chuck, did you not catch that? Loomis is where Chris Eliza went. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then we heard from Ritz. Hey, Chuck and Roxy, you missed a key moment during your Meet the Little segment with Chris McKay when he mentioned that he went to the Loomis Chafee School in Connecticut. Now, I don't know if we missed it. I I mean, I certainly didn't because I don't have a clue about any of it. Well, I'm going to explain. I'm going to (laughs) explain. I am sure I'm not the only one who has reminded you that among the many famous graduates of Loomis Chafee is one Chris Eliza, who is often chided by our friend Mr. Tony, who calls it the Loomis Chafee School for the Rich. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. While I know you and Brandon Brazelli don't like hockey talk, 
It was great to hear Chris talking about the Hartford Whalers. I was a big fan of The Whale and thought you'd enjoy their great team song, Brass Bonanza, one of the best in sports history. He sent a YouTube link. Yeah. I listened to this. Yeah. It sounded like a cartoon theme song from Mm -hmm. the 70s. That's how I... That's how I kind of, uh, it was interesting. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. Sure. He says, and yes, I did the no pants subway ride with ah. one of my nephews a few years ago. More about that later. <laughs> one final note. Kudos to Eric Londrigan for the great drawing of Simon. I guess I'll just leave it there. <laughs> See you soon. Ritz, mildly popular, third wheel, slightly better than a monkey. Yes. So yes. I, I don't sense any bitterness there at all. No, I, I don't. none I whatsoever. Just, yeah, right, whatever. So <laughs> anyway, okay. So let's get to the explanation, which is basically just this. Cutting room floor, people. <laughs> the, the interview went on. Uh, okay, so no. Yes, we know Chuck's a dope. But yes, of course, it was brought up. He actually put it on the form. Uh-huh. He mentioned that he went to Loomis Chafee. And mm-hmm. of course, obviously, most popularized by Chris Eliza going there, blah, blah, blah. He played water polo, all yep. that stuff. Yep. So yes, I don't know. This guy, Lewis, is our editor. And <laughs> maybe he's just, he, maybe he was just smoking something that night. Maybe. I don't know. And so he just left it out. No, uh, you know, in all honesty, it could be sometimes sound quality. There okay. might have been something that kind of like got screwed up. He just felt that if... It was better to just leave it out than to have a bad sound listening experience for our our littles and our loyal listeners. So that could be it. But also, you know, some of these interviews go on for a while and we only have so much time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that must have been it. So Lewis is fired. Sean, (laughs) are you are you available? Sean, do you want to come? I think I might know someone, but we'll save that for later. Ah, okay. So a couple more things I wanted to get into. Okay. And I love how Roxy peeks at the paper here. One of she is. But it's upside down. So I know. But one she has no idea about now. (laughs) I thought we'd talk about our 4th of July. Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, that was fun. We okay. decided, you know, that we weren't sure about what the weather was going to do. Right. We had a horrible outing to get out to. We were going to go to Jersey. Yes. Okay, so we have friends that live in Jersey. They have a house. They live in the middle of nowhere. Yep. It's like the epic getting out of the city type of place. Yeah, it's very okay. different from city life. I mean, it does have sure. neighbors and things like that, but it's not, yeah, it's not like in a development and stuff, right. stuff like that. Right. It's just, yeah. There's no one around us, basically, which was nice. So we tried to train out there. We got not even to one stop. We left the city, went through the tunnel, under the Hudson River. Well, we River. got through Secaucus. And oh, then, there was a stop in Secaucus? Yeah, there was a stop oh, in okay. Secaucus, and then maybe one other, but no, I don't no, think no, so. No, 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 definitely not, because the next stop is Newark. Newark, too. Right. Most people are trying to get a, a flight. To the airport. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the airport, yep. stuff like that. Well, we get onto this bridge. Yeah. Just a minor little bridge, but there's water all around us. Yeah. And we just stop. Stop. And we stopped. And I figured, oh, five minutes, fine. Ten minutes, Five minutes. Fine. Usually when you do that, it's like a couple seconds, minutes, you know, Sure, tops. sure. We were there for about five minutes and they come on the radio and they're like, hey, we're stuck here. There's signal problems with Amtrak. Now, we were on New Jersey transit. Yes. We weren't on Amtrak, but right. they share all the tracks. Right. So we're stuck there, basically. And it was kind of a nightmarish, yeah, especially said- for the people. Luckily, we were just going for like a, a night out of the city so right. we weren't like under major time constraints we had someone picking us up at the train station but that's not newark though right not time. newark and it, that's as far as it went as far as us so we were just whatever yeah and they just Crap they happens. kept saying you know we're hoping to move we just don't know when right so, so eventually they finally get to the point where they announce that they can get far enough to newark where they can platform the first two cars of the train. Yes. Now, I don't know if that's because there was already a train in the station. They just moved maybe. them up a little bit. I think that's what it was. Maybe they had their last two cars and I, we had our maybe. first two cars. I don't know. But so we at least, they at least could do that. 
So then people the could people get could off. get off to make mm-hmm. other arrangements to get to the airport if they have flights. Again, right. we didn't care. Right. Honestly, we just sat still because yeah. we're like, they did say, they kept saying this train will continue on eventually. We just don't know when. Yes. Until about 45 minutes later. Yeah, hour, I would say that. Mm-hmm. They finally announced this train has been officially canceled. Yep. Everything, so, everything had been suspended at that point. Yeah. So it was um, kind of a disastrous start to the weekend. But luckily, our friend was happy to drive the 40 minutes. Yeah. To come and pick these us are up. people that want us to move out to New Jersey. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, five strikes against New Jersey. Yeah. They've been throwing Sorry, in, all you New Jersey people. They hear but, us wanting to go down to D.C. And they're like, well, what about New Jersey? It's not that far from yeah, D.C. It's, right. you know, blah, blah, and, blah. Right. But still, I'm now, like, this is a nightmare. So we kind of hung out with them for the night. Then the fourth was their neighbors were having a little get-together. Right. So we went there. Now, this is the part of the story I want to tell. Uh-oh. So we meet all these new people. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. great. We had a great time. Very nice people. I wish I remembered the host name so we can give them a shout-out. Not that they're going to listen to this, but thank you for the hospitality. Did you use the restroom while you were there, Roxy? I sure did. Oh, okay. Continue. I didn't make note. I mean, it was be- I was looking around. I'm like, this is a very pretty bathroom. It made me think of... West Elm, the store West oh, Elm. Okay, so you're still not getting to what I'm getting no. to. No. Okay. No. Roxy, the bathroom had a bidet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. it did. And I, you know, I've seen them before. I've sat on them before, but I have not actually used them. So you didn't them. use it? No. Okay, did you? Right. No. Well, because. All right, it's okay, way what's, TMI. What's the etiquette way TMI, there? I didn't sit down. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> but what's the etiquette there? If you're well, in somebody else's home. That's why I'm bringing this up. You're in someone else's home. <laughs> There's a bidet. What do you do? I mean, well, I was curious if you even knew how to use it. Like, <laughs> Absolutely not. So, But here's the funny thing. I took a full video. <laughs> you did? I did because I wanted to see how it was hooked up because this was like one of these attachment. This looked like one of these that you buy off Target yeah. or like. Amazon. Yeah. Now, I've never searched for those on Amazon. Yeah. I'm sure you can get them on Amazon. That's what it looked like. It was one of these ones that clipped to the toilet seat, mm-hmm. and then the little thing was off to the side. But, obviously, they had a hose running to it from the back wall. I didn't notice the hose. So, I haven't even shown you the I video. I just saw the little button. Oh, because I side. wanted to know how easy, because I'm like, whoa, we might have to get one of these. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, but I wasn't sure if, because I think they had multiple bathrooms. I wasn't sure if you went to the, I think we all use the same like yeah, guest bathroom. Yeah. But yeah. So I was excited about that. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I have the video. I can see how it's hooked up. I wanted to come home and see if our toilet would even, you know, be, be able ability. to do it. Okay. Because, you know, I, you know, it's not our, we're renting, you know what right. I mean? So right. yeah. anyway, so, and I was definitely curious if you even noticed it and then if you used it. So I did notice it, but it kind of went over my head a little bit. I didn't use it obviously and I was more interested in the decor in the bathroom and how pretty it was <laughs> all right fair enough but seriously little where do we fall on that what's the etiquette what's the etiquette do you use it it's there or, or do you not do you not use it you know or if it's like a friend you use it if it's a stranger you don't use it yeah. or vice versa anyway so I just thought that was really interesting. I'm looking forward to trying to see if we can get one because <laughs> if they're not that expensive, because here I'm thinking we would have to buy a whole new a toilet, whole unit. Mm-hmm. you know, which obviously we can't do here. It's not no. our apartment or we could get it cleared, maybe, but we're not going to do that unless we're staying no. for a while. No. But um, this was like one of those total, I will say it looked like a cheapie. Like it looked like one of these. Oh, really? Yeah. Honestly, it looked like something you'd probably mm-hmm. get for less than 50 bucks. On That's like Amazon. Fine. No, I know, but I'm if saying. If it does the job, who well, cares how much right, it costs? Fair enough, fair enough. But I'm just saying, you know, I didn't know if it was something we would be into or not. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Lastly, <laughs> we come home and I don't remember. So a couple nights ago, we actually got to meet up with friends. Yes. Okay. So this was a fun time. Yes. And we don't friends have too much time for California. this. Friends from California. Yeah. Friends from California came in. So another shout out. Now, this kind of goes back because we were, 
They have two kids. Yep. And how old is Michael? 10. Michael is 10 now. I can't Holy believe it. Holy crap. I'm saying crap. I remember when he was born. Yeah. We, we were on tour. Lori was on White Christmas with us. Yes. Actually, full disclosure, Lori actually helped me pick out Roxy's engagement she ring. She did. When we were in Denver. She did. And so we try to stay in touch. And so yeah. we're thrilled. Thank you for taking the time to meet with us and yeah, hang out course. and stuff like that. Yes. I had to ump a game, so I didn't have as much time as you did, but mm-hmm. I met up with you afterwards. Yep. Now, she was looking back and she randomly said something about, we gave Michael a shout out on like one of our first episodes. It wasn't one of our, it was episode 131. I looked yep. it up. Yep. And we just did a quick shout out to Michael because mm-hmm. there was a we quick. Were, there was some Uranus right. so conversation. I feel like I need on. to insert the Uranus joke warning here, yes. but it's not really no, a joke. This but, is our show. We but, don't have to well, warn I'm anybody. Gonna, I'm going to play the clip. Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, five or six years ago, we were on tour with White Christmas. We were on the tour bus, and one of our swings was traveling with her son. At the time, he was maybe two years old, three years old, just learning how to talk. And she was trying to educate him on the planets and the states and things like that. It was just a fun tour bus game for him. Shout out, Michael. I know. He's so sweet. And so he would go through the list of the planets, and he would get to Uranus, and he would say, Uranus. And I had to stop and be like, I thought it was Uranus. <laughs> but he he was consistent. He always said Uranus. Then, fast forward, I saw a video clip of the Ellen DeGeneres show where she's on a kid's segment. She has this cute girl named Brielle on, and she talks about the planet. She's a big, avid scientist for a child. It's awesome. Anyway... She says, many people like to joke about the name of this planet, but it's actually pronounced Uranus. So she clarified that it's not Uranus. You have to say Uranus. Okay. Now, that's a long time ago. Episode 131. Did we go into that? I don't remember if we like then, did Littles lose their mind? Did people write in and say like, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. So Littles, where do we lie on that? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the other thing we'll say is we had some fun with the kids. Oh my gosh, so okay? much fun. They recorded some stuff for us and we're going to They sure we're did. We're going to premiere it here right after we close out the segment and get to our Meet the Littles yes, guest. I don't know if I'm going to so chop sweet. it up or not because it was pretty great. I know. As is. And Michael did all the editing himself yeah. of his of their of that clip of that and now clip. I tightened it up a little bit because right. there was some oh. down well there's also a lot of background noise because we're in a restaurant oh yeah we're doing this in a restaurant we're At trying to keep the kids mm-hmm. you know occupied yes and stuff like that but it's great oh my gosh because he, he clearly has listened to it. some of the uh-huh. episode and so when he heard we he made us play that episode when he said i got a shout out we're yeah, like yeah you don't yeah. remember and she was like the mom was like i played it for you but it was like a long time ago right right so anyway he was all excited and he's like well can i record something for you we're like of course you can and then there's sophie how old is sophie she's three going on four right okay so these adorable kids oh, adorable kids. so sweet well why don't we just get to that now Let's so do it. just uh, another quick shout out jeremiah is her husband's name yes. right Lori, sophie and michael yes shout out and thank you, Michael, for taking the time to record these for us. Yes. We really appreciate it. Yes. And it was so great, great seeing you all. Yes. It's, it's sad. You know, we miss you. They're so far away. I know. They're on the West Coast. So. I know. All right, Roxy. Great Meet the Littles guest. Let's just get right to it. Let's we'll be right back it. with Meet the Littles. Hi, I'm Michael, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast. Oh, goody! On the WTFC Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! Hi! 
We are being played in this episode by a band called the Pierce Keegans. And this song is called Only Wanted to Be. Now, if you like what you hear, they say the best place to find all their stuff is on Bandcamp. So just head on over to there and search thepiercekeegans.bandcamp.com. That is T-H-E-P-I-E-R-C-E-K-I-N-G-A-N-S.bandcamp.com. And we'll put all that in the show notes, of course. And remember, the most important part is, though, we'll play the whole song, Only Wanted to Be, at the end of the podcast. All you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. Another one we've met. Yeah. Okay, now this is going to be a common theme coming up because yes. we got to meet so many great people at Jingle Fest. We did. But this was a Jingle Fest virgin. Yeah. So we're very excited to get to talk to this person <laughs> and find out what they thought about the whole process. P- please welcome to the podcast, Jeff Wolford. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Uh, for a guy who recently lost his innocence in the, in the name of Jingle Fest, I'm doing pretty good. All right. I love that. Well, it sounds like you had quite the uh, evening. That's all we're going to say. I know. As we all did. But let's uh, first, we'll get into all that, we promise. But let's uh, meet you first. That's what we like to do here. Take us back. And trust me, Littles, this story is fascinating. And the reason we rushed this is because he's going to take a trip soon and we're going to find out all about it. But Jeff, first, take us all the way back. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Things like that. I'm actually from Northwest Illinois. I always tell people it's Chicago because that's the only town anybody's ever heard of in Illinois. But it's one of about 11 billion little farm towns that, that got the plains uh, over by the Mississippi River. Uh-huh. Stayed there through high school. And then I went and did six wonderful years in the Navy where I was a submariner. And that led me on a, a long journey to where I eventually wound up working for the Department of State where I, uh, I live and work abroad at our embassies and consulates around the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Excellent. So six years in the Navy. Yeah, man. It, was, uh, it seems like 100 years ago now. Uh, I want to say I got discharged in 1997. Oh, wow. And so I'm sorry, did time. I miss Was that right out of high school? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So it was the first, that's amazing. It's so fascinating, just the whole thing. When we met you at Jingle Fest, it was just so fascinating when I heard your story. So I'm really excited about this. But there's also going to be some background noise, okay? Oh, yeah. Because Littles, he's still at a hotel. Yeah. He's staying at a hotel. In the hinterlands, man, yeah. Yeah. We're we're out here. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, okay, because you're, should we just go into it? Let's just go right into it. So you're prepping, where did you just come from? So I just finished a tour of duty in Belgrade, Serbia. Whoa. for those of you of the older generation, it was part of Yugoslavia before the breakup. And now it's one of half a dozen Balkan states that uh, are in the, the mountains just west of uh, Mediterranean. Okay, and now you're here in the D.C. area, Virginia area, training because you're about to do what? From here, I will get on the plane next week and do another three-year tour in Beirut, Lebanon. Wow. Okay. Which promises to be dull and boring and totally peaceful. 
Oh, well, hopefully. Well, I, that's what I was yeah. saying. What are we wishing for here? <laughs> for you to have no, an no. interesting, more peppy time? But, or, peppy? Like, I don't know if I'd call it You know it what peppy. I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know about peppy. But <laughs> yeah, well. An old axiom in my business that boring is good, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I would think. But That's right. Okay, so uh, let's go back to the one you just got off of. What was that like? Serbia is wonderful. The people there are really nice. So Serbians that most people know are the tennis player, Jokovic, mm-hmm. and uh, the basketball guy, Jokic. I'm, I'm not a basketball guy. but uh, right. They are good examples of what Serbian men look like. They're all giants. Uh, I don't know what they feed them, but I would swear <laughs> the average Serbian man is 6'5". <laughs> and they're just they're, they're friendly, outgoing people, and they like to eat good food, and they like to drink a lot of beer, and uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Nice. Wow. And so what exactly, and if you can't go into it, we understand, but what exactly were you doing there? Okay, so the United States has embassies and consulates in like 240-odd locations around the world. And at each one of those uh, sites, there is an ambassador or a consul who has uh, a large staff of people that work with him, meeting with and talking to local governments, local businessmen, and just local citizens collecting information and thoughts that they feed back to Washington that helps us formulate foreign policy, generate business, make treaties, the whole spiel with how we interact with other countries. That's what the other people in MC do. I work with the group inside there that actually maintains the building. The embassy that I was in in Belgrade was built about 13 years ago for about $250 million. It's ultra high security, ultra state of the art, and I had... 35 people working for me doing nothing but maintaining, operating, fixing, repairing all the buildings on site and then the houses that the diplomats live in around town. So that's what I do. I'm I'm a facility manager. Gotcha. When I said before that boring is good, (laughs) that's why boring is good because when it's exciting, something is broke. Right, right. No, it's a good point. Mm -hmm. Now, and you're going to about to do the same. Where are you heading again? To Beirut, Lebanon. Beirut, Lebanon. And you're going to do the same kind of thing out there, right? That's right. Okay. Wow. Now, right. you've said three years each time. Is that the typical length of a, I'd say yes, contract, but I don't know, a tour? Mm-hmm. We call them a tour or an assignment, whatever. The, assignment, okay. And, and yes, depending on the local conditions, the department assigns us longer or shorter tours. Like uh, in 2015, I was in Afghanistan, but that's one year, right? It's so much stress and so much pressure that they limit the tours to one year. Okay. Ah. But then people who go to Paris or London... They can do three or maybe even four years wow. if they want. Right. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I'm glad that that I one mean, was a, just for a year. I don't mean to belittle <laughs> this in any way, shape, or form, but it almost sounds like if you get to London, it's almost like a vacation compared to Beirut, right? Or Iraq? Um, so I, I came to Belgrade from another tour that was really high stress, really high, uh, what we call operational tempo. How fancy is that? I love mm-hmm. that. But, uh, you know, a lot of stress, a lot of long hours. So yeah, yeah Belgrade... <laughs> Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, it was magnificently boring and easy and just like a regular job. It's one of the reasons I liked it so much. Okay. Beirut will not be that. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Much more difficult conditions there. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. I'm sorry. It's kind of funny because I'm almost at a loss for words, which usually the littles know that does not happen yeah. to Chuck. Right, when right. we were talking at Jingle Fest, it was just fascinating me to no end. And then, of course, I was like, well, get in touch with us right away so we can catch you before you head out of the States. Right. Uh, you know, we could still do it, obviously, yeah. but I just wanted to, yeah. you know, maybe we should have waited. Maybe it would have broken up your day a little bit, you know? <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, this, this is good. And, uh, and I like talking about it because our, our group is, does not receive a lot of the attention that, that I think they should, right? The, yeah. the Foreign Service 
and I don't know, I can't vouch for the accuracy of this, but somebody told me anecdotally a few years ago that our military has more musicians than the Department of State has diplomats. Wow. And we are out there doing this work on behalf of America in every country in the world. And uh, they just don't get a lot of press. And it's a, it's a small group of mostly brilliant, smart, motivated people. It's a pleasure for me to work with them, you know, even even if I am like completely at odds with what most of these guys do, right? Uh, I wouldn't know ethnic tensions between two tribes in some remote country if you smack me in the face with them. But that's not what I do. And for me to be able to take my skill set and apply it to that, yeah. eventually that if you pull that thread far enough, it goes all the way up to formulating policies. Yeah. It's really gratifying work. Wow. Right. And so what is your training like? So most of the people that have my job are engineers or architects. I'm actually a business major, but for years and years after the Navy, I was a technician. So I spent a lot of time with tools actually fixing things, which was my first love in life. And then I went to school and, you know, I got a graduate degree. So that gave me the qualifications to be a manager for these embassies because I'm the guy who knows a little bit about everything, but a lot about nothing. Right. So it's worked out for me. It's been kind of a long winding path, but it's been great. Wow. And so now how long is your, you said it's about a week and a half there in Virginia? It's five days in Farmville, Virginia. Oh, okay. The program they have out here now, in the years after, if, if you can remember way back to the bombings in Nairobi and Dar es Salaam mm-hmm. in 1998, and even as recently as Benghazi, that, that kind of stuff informs their policies towards putting people out there on behalf of America. One of the things that that they developed here was this program where they train us in a series of different skills and abilities uh, concerning being a target. Wow. They teach us how to recognize surveillance, mm-hmm. look for people that are watching you, uh, how to drive a car in dangerous conditions, okay. uh, like the whole mindset for living with a target on your back. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Super stressful. Yeah. But like amazing I mean, that in you the right do place this. it can be. So I used to get this question a lot, you know, uh, when, when I was in Afghanistan, was I scared? And I usually would say, no, I wasn't. You wouldn't be scared spend a night in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> uh, uh, That's uh, good. Uh, All right, fair they, enough. They, when they put us out there to do this stuff, they go through great pains to make sure that we are in a safe place with the infrastructure to support us mm-hmm. and a bunch of guys out there who are very skilled and very capable at protecting us and and American property. Wow. Right. That makes me feel better about all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let's get into your fandom and stuff like that. How did you become a little? Uh, so I mentioned that years ago I was a technician. That was that was out west. I was in Colorado and I spent a lot of time driving. And that's when I was listening to Tony on the radio. If you remember, there was a lineup they did, Dan and Dibs. Mm-hmm. They did Mike and Mike and they did uh, the Tony Kornheiser show. Okay. Right. I always managed to feed that in, into my drives. There were times when I actually scheduled my drive around it you know, <laughs> so I could listen to the whole thing. Nice. And that's how he hooked me. I just listened to this crazy old ball guy telling uh, Phil to Google that or complaining about his dog. And yeah. <laughs> it's the same as everybody else. I don't know what magic it is that he weaves in that, but it's uh, just so entertaining. It's so much fun to listen to a rant. Nice. Right. Right. All right. Now, I've pushed this off long enough because we were chatting off air a little. But um, all right, let's just get into it. Uh, what's your favorite sport, favorite teams, things like that? Well, I grew up watching baseball. And you would think that a kid that grew up in the Midwest in the 70s and 80s would be a Cubs or a Cardinals fan. You I would am not, think. I am a diehard, dyed-in-the-wool, born-and-bred New York Yankees fan. Wow. Right. That's all right. Yeah. How? It's... um. 
well, you know, when you grow up, you, you get they sink the hook with Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio and Lou Gehrig. But, yep. uh, my guy was Don Mattingly. Okay, and that's why okay. we're still on the air. Okay, <laughs> because no, I'm being serious right. because he is the one guy that I always wish. That's the only reason I wish he would have gotten a ring. You know, he's one of those guys. He's yeah. like the Charles Barkley of basketball and uh-huh. things like that. What a great player. Later in life, uh, one of our conductors for the White Christmas Tour, where Roxy and I actually met, is his cousin. Okay. And I was like, no wait, because he, he's not. A, he, and the funny thing is, he's not a sports fan. He's not a baseball <laughs> fan at all. But he goes, oh, you're a baseball guy. He's like, do you know Don Mattingly? And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, not personally. But he goes, yeah, that's my cousin. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, That's cool. Yeah. So I've heard some great stories. And he's. They say he's as nice as he seemed, mm-hmm. and he was the one guy, the one Yankee. Well, there were a couple. Claudel Washington, for some reason, was a favorite of mine back in the day and stuff like that. Yeah, Don Mattingly was the one guy I wished would have gotten a ring out of all those years. You yeah, know? you know, and the, the fact that they got it, they, the, the dynasty kicked off the year after yes, he retired. exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that was too bad. Yeah, yeah. yep, absolutely. Uh, I think he got a couple rings as a manager or bench coach or something, right? I believe uh, so, I think he yeah, was still with like the organization. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, but, but he's such you know, a good player. That's something else. That's something else that, yeah. that yeah. you appreciate more when you get older. Right. Like, right. Uh, I still have nightmares about the 2004 ALCS. But <laughs> What do you mean? You know, when I hear what the happened? name Dave Should, Roberts, I twitch. Could you recap Twitch? That for us? Yeah, well, you know. we, we don't remember but, what uh, happened. No. But, you know, looking back now, you can appreciate what some of those guys did. Like, yeah. uh, like it is utterly amazing that they came back. And oh, yeah. Absolutely. I hated it at the time, but you can appreciate it now, right? So, yeah. Well, you, that's what baseball is good for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and look, out of respect, and, you know, I do say I'm a baseball fan first, then a Red Sox fan. I've said this a bazillion times on the podcast. I still think 2003 was the best seven game series mm-hmm. you'll ever see. Hey. Now, we lost and I hey. cried. So, of course. But, you know, seriously, that game seven, Pedro Clemens, extra innings, Aaron yeah. Bleep and Boot. I mean, the drama, the tension, so, everything, you're just it never. It never goes away. Yeah. It never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Absolutely. You know, what, what you just said, though, it, it keyed off a great memory for me. When I lived in Denver, I had a very, very good friend who was a native of Boston. And the last year that they played in Old Yankee Stadium, we took a trip out there together. Huh. We went to Boston, caught a game in Fenway, and we drove down and caught a game in Old Yankee Stadium. And while we were in Boston, we went to a bar across the street from Fenway. And I had my Fox? Yankees hat on. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. All right. The point was, we, we were walking to the bar together. It's pretty crowded. And I'm, I'm behind Bill my friend Bill, and he walks by and a guy steps out from the bar between us and gets right up in my face and says, I respect you for wearing that hat in here, but go F yourself. <laughs> and I set the tune for the whole night. Uh, everybody in there was busting my chops yep. the minute of I was course. in the bar. But, uh, yeah. you know, it never got stupid or ugly or belligerent. Okay, good. Well, that's good. It was a lot of fun. Okay, yeah. Unlike good. when I get nachos thrown at me in at Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, I can't explain all that, but th- <laughs> oh, that, that part of it I like. <laughs> No, that's good right. to hear. That's actually good to hear. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. there's places yeah. here in New York like that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually gotten easier, you know, since we've now been a decent team right. you know, in the last decade or right. so, you know, the last two decades. Well, and, you know. uh, we, we've both had to watch Wade Boggs play for the Yankees and Roger Clemens play for the Yankees and, you know, Trot Nixon. And, D- don't even get me know, started. That, yeah. Don't <laughs> get, don't I know that blurring the lines like that, I mean, yeah, it, it still makes it, it makes it harder to watch, but easier to to not be so vicious about it yeah, yeah bitter right. yeah yeah i get sure. it i get sure. it so anyway okay enough yankee talk i can't deal with it anymore uh <laughs> i'm just kidding no it's 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 very cool it's very interesting but listen we're gonna take a quick break because we got to get to the business at hand which is jingle fest yes. okay which was just a little while ago but it's still fresh in our memory banks i'm gonna say so i'll never forget yeah all right well don't go anywhere we'll be right back with meet the littles 
This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We are here with Jeff Wolford, and we are going to get into some more stories. Jingle Fest. Jingle Fest. Now, was yes. that your best impression of me? Is that That's what I felt like you were doing. Well, at first, <laughs> yes, and then it kind of turned into, I felt like, All honestly, right. I felt like Yolanda Vega on the, <laughs> remember when she would yes. do the lottery? For the Yolanda Vega. I thought it was Chuck talking. Podcast. I thought Chuck had interrupted when you said that, so... <laughs> Well, I was like, all right, wait till I do my Roxy impersonation. It just kind of like turned into something. It morphed into something I wasn't expecting. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's let's move on. And we're going to get to some fun stuff here because we met Jeff at Jingle Fest. Yes. The main event. Yes. Saturday night. That's when we met. And now, Jeff, you didn't attend any of the other stuff, right? No, no. Like, actually, even going to, I I think they're calling that part the Mingle Fest. That was the night before. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. The part that I went to was uh, totally on a whim. Uh, I'm, I'm only in town for a couple of days, and uh, I, I realized late that it was going to be there, and I knew where it was, and I literally decided to go yeah. two or three hours before I walked in. I'm wow. so glad you did. Okay, so this is yeah. what's really cool. This is how we get introduced to this. You're in Serbia. Yeah. You're in Virginia for five days, which just happened to coincide with Jingle Fest yeah. 8. That's right. And now you're going off to Lebanon. It's like, What? Kismet, Talk about meant to be kismet. or what these a million in a one chance stories, right. you know, like yeah. what are the odds that you're going to be training near Jingle Fest and you get to go? Yeah. So yeah. that's Just very that cool. Way. Well, I want to know. So in those few hours leading up to it, what was the final I'm going to this? What was that moment? So I don't know. It was cumulative over time. But like uh, I just I was sitting there thinking about a chance. I, I know that some of the people that are recurring characters on the podcast are going to be there and I it just, how, how am I not going to go, right? I'm yeah, like, how can you not happening. go to Joe Arrow, right? Sure. How and, can I not go, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. people like that. Yeah. Now, had you ever met a little before that in person? I had not. Oh. And as I, as I walked down the stairs into the place, I was toying around with the idea of just walking in and screaming, let she's a re. Yeah. But I hadn't advanced that far yet, and I didn't, I didn't want to announce myself that way, I guess. But uh, gotcha. But uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Well, I mean, you would have been greeted with a lot of excitement. Oh, I'm well, sure. a lot of people would have yeah. said "La Cheesery" back yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah. talk about hitting the jackpot! I know. I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking of the list of people. Uh, well, did you? You got to meet Nigel, right? I did. I did. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it out loud. Uh, when he started speaking without the accent, it took me a good five seconds to put it together. Ah. Like, uh, like, oh yeah, that's fake, right? So, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you met Mark. There was a disconnect. Yeah. <laughs> but that's um, right. That's right. I mean, the list is just endless. I mean, of course, you know, Chuck and Roxy were at yeah. the bottom of that list, but I mean, you got <laughs> Joe Arrow, Jared, Nigel, you, you got DG, you got to meet DG and stuff like that. It's like all these characters from the Tony Kornheiser yeah. show. And I think I said it to you guys that night when we were talking. The two guys that stuck out to me most were Shad with the haiku mm-hmm. and DG. Yeah. Uh-huh. Walking into Jingle Fest, I had no real expectation of what any of these people would be like. Okay. Right. But walking walking out, Shad was nothing like I would have expected. <laughs> but DG was absolutely, completely, and utterly perfect. Yes. <laughs> the guy he, he is imperfect <laughs> matches those emails yep. just beautifully. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. I 100% agree. Yep. And we yep. highly recommend going back to listen to their episodes yeah. because they've both been on our podcast. Uh-huh. So uh, yes. they're really good. At, Chad was way back when. Yeah. I don't even think we had microphones yet. No, we didn't. So it's a rough <laughs> listen, but it's a good listen. Yeah, but then we had him back on for five mediocre yeah, minutes yeah, at some yeah. point. Co- yeah. Um, yep. yeah. Yeah. No, he was great. Yeah. yeah, and the the whole night was like that, man. Meeting Bonnie, uh, meeting cool Aunt Claire. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, 
Uh, It just the whole night was all the the cool, funny, brilliant, interesting people that send in the emails. It translates in person. And that was the, the best part about it. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad. And Tony Beeson was yeah. there. That's uh-huh. another one. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Auctioned off his piano. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And uh, the singing, the songs, my goodness, the the enthusiasm for the guys that were up there singing the jingles that they had written was awesome. I'm so glad you came. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you talk about hitting the jackpot. I mean, yeah. being in town at the time. And yeah. then, I mean, that's the but, event of the year. I mean, please don't hate us, Bob Walsh. I mean, Summer of Littles is great. <laughs> but I that's mean, right. to just your first ever event to meet any little and you're at jingle fest i mean that's just amazing listen i'm gonna give you a mission and i know you've already got many missions when you go on this (laughs) next mission that's what i'm calling it now but if you happen to find anybody that you're working with that is maybe a little or could potentially be a little you can have a summer of littles that's true that's true all the way over there that's all it is i can picking a place i can start the the international branch. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Court. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we've had, we've had Summer of Littles in Australia, yep. London. Yep. I think maybe Paris. I, I could be wrong there, but Canada for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're all yeah. over the world. So yeah. that might seal the deal on the furthest just go ever. To, go say La Cheeserita, everybody, yeah, just and see who, who acknowledges <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> okay. I will, and I will do so while wearing my Chuck and Roxy episode. There you go. There you go. TBD jersey. Yeah, Exactly. So, all yeah. right. Well, listen, Jeff, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the Littles. Now, thank I you, think Jeff. you know... We have some fun, dumb questions for you. We hope that's okay. Can't wait. All right. All right. If you could time travel, where or when would you go? I'd go back to 2004, and I would hit Dave Roberts <laughs> in the knee with a baseball bat. <laughs> that's really? Like, wow. I think that might be the best answer we've ever had. That's great. <laughs> that is excellent. Uh, would you rather have the ability to control the weather or the ability to talk to animals? Oh, my God. Talk to animals. Are you kidding? The stories Chessie could tell? <laughs> I like where this is going. I like where this is going, (laughs) Roxy. All right. If you could shoot one condiment out of your finger, what would it be? (laughs) Condiments. Uh, I think I heard JJ say pico the other day. Yeah, he did. I think so. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say hot mustard. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's come from my uh, my Chicago roots, right? The uh, if you've ever had a Chicago dog. No. Uh, I mean the peppers, the relish, the mustard. Actually, wait, what is it? It is um, a a concoction of. We actually yeah. have an episode where we go into that. It's called "What Do You Put on Your Hot Dog?" It's like in the top twenty oh, episodes. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like one of our first. Okay. I want to say top ten. Dog? Yeah. It's called "You Put What on Your Hot Dog," mm-hmm. and we talk all about it. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna want to okay. hit that one too. You've got a lot of catching up to do, sir. All right. Uh, I'm gonna have plenty of time. I know, right? I'll have plenty of time. Okay. All right. How about what's a personal trait that has gotten you in the most trouble? Oh, my stunning good looks. <laughs> Love it. Can you I know, say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Jeff. And you guys know that very recently that uh, absolutely got, got you in a little trouble. But we won't go into that. <laughs> okay. And for the record, I for, Roxy, I forgot to tell you this. Roxy doesn't see the forms when they send the forms no. back. So we have all the. I, I have to read some of these because it's it's very very clever. We have a nickname, okay. preferred name that you want for the podcast, yeah. and he has Jeff, international man of whatever. Love it. Okay. Right. Then. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we shouldn't make fun of this, but I'm just going to read it as it, I because we're in 2023. So out of respect, we put pronouns if applicable. Yep. He wrote handsome, charming, funny. Oh, I like that. Clever. So I like that, too. Yep. So. All right, Roxy, what's next? If you could eat only three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? 
So the answer here is obvious. Chicago-style pizza. Okay. Okay. You can't live without that. Now, d- uh, let's pause. You mean deep dish, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. What's your favorite? With the, um, You have to go to Chicago to get it. But uh, any one of a number of places with that cornmeal crust and like two or three inches of pie filling in there, yep. it's okay. the best food there is. All right, so Giordano's is my favorite. That's why I was, you know. Uh, that's a great start. That okay. is absolutely good. Oh, a start. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh, you got you work work your way up from there, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, All right. What else you got? So pizza, and then I'm a big fan of a nice bowl of homemade chili. Okay. You know, I have to have that, and then probably a cold beer to go with it. All right. Okay. okay. How about if you hosted Saturday Night Live? Who would you like to introduce as your musical guest? Oh, Led Zeppelin. Oh. Bar none. Nice. Yeah. Good answer. All, All right, right, couple more, Roxy. Who would play you in a movie of your life? Babe Ruth, obviously. Ah, <laughs> excellent. Cool. And speaking of movies, what's the one movie you love so much that you will be best friends with another person just by them loving it as well? It's either Joe vs. the Volcano or The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Okay, Joe vs. the Volcano. That's Tom Hanks, right? Yep. Okay. yep. And what's the other one? The Life Aquatic. I don't know that one. And Meg Ryan, right? Joe vs. the Volcano? That's right. Wow, I just oh. pulled that. I swear, there was no Google involved there. <laughs> no, there was. All right, no, what's this a, other movie? I don't know movie. this other movie. It's, uh, do you know who Wes Anderson is? Yeah, I know. That. Yeah, yeah. It's one of his earlier movies. It's, uh, it's got all the usual cast of characters. Uh, Bill Murray's in it. It's a movie about this um, low-rent Jacques Cousteau guy who's going through a midlife crisis, and it's, it is fabulous. Really? Oh. We're going to have to yeah. look that up, Roxy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love me some Bill Murray. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, one more, Roxy. Perfect. Okay, who is your celebrity crush? Derek Jeter, obviously. <laughs> as long as you get your gift basket, that's all you care about. Right? That's right. That's all right. right. Let's let's some with Prep Fire. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Crunchy. Star Wars or Star Trek? I mean, don't even get me going. It's Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. The lovable rogue Han Solo. How can you replace him? Okay. Love it. Cake or pie? <laughs> Can I have both? <laughs> yes. Uh, sure. Cake. Okay. No pie. Pancakes or waffles? No cake. <laughs> no um, waffles. Um, cups up or down in the cupboard? Well, does he have a cupboard? Well, if you had one. <laughs> That's right. Cups down. Cups okay. down. All right. And Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Can't All get right. enough. Yes. Excellent. Well, Jeff. Thank you for taking the time to come on and meet the Littles. It was a yeah, pleasure meeting you in person. It was. This was a lot of fun. I'm so glad we made this happen. Now, I'm. Is there? Is, I, we asked this forever. Is there anything we can plug for you, or can people still stay in touch with you? Are you on social media at all? Anything like that? Uh, I don't do social media so much, but right. I I will put a plug in there for you. If, you know, if you're bored of your job and you're looking for something exciting and you want to travel and get paid to do it, look at the Department of State, man. Uh, there's virtually any job you can think of here, and uh, it's a great way to live. Come okay. join the dark side. I thought you were just gonna say join the navy, (laughs) you know. But no, no, no. but well, that's 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 good advice. That's a great plug, actually. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Well, thanks again, Jeff. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? As Mother Nature intended, over. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And I'm guessing now you live in hotels and stuff like that. Now I've found most hotels are over or. If Both. they have like two rolls, it's one of each. Mm-hmm. But we, are you the type of person that you'll go and just switch it if you don't like it? If it's like if you walk into your hotel room and it's under, will you switch it? 
Absolutely. Okay. Now, I also have to know, basic training, things like that. Do you remember how it's hung and all that stuff? Oh, no. In basic training, you're too busy doing what everybody else is telling you to do to pay attention to things gotcha. like that. Gotcha. That's what I figured. Okay. okay. Fair enough. All I was right. just curious if the U.S. Armed Forces... Has a preference. Has a preference. That's, that's right. What, that's what I was wondering. Uh, I can ask. Oh, no. That's <laughs> okay. I don't want you to get you in trouble or anything. You know, just I'll like, include that in my mission. Okay. okay. All right. Well, maybe you could ask <laughs> your in your training, you know, like, will the toilet paper be over? I'm going to go to every room in this hotel right now and, <laughs> and check the bathroom. Absolutely. Yes. Good. So. That's right. All right. Well, Jeff... Seriously, it was a pleasure meeting you. I'm so glad we were a part of your first Jingle Fest. That was a lot of fun, and we really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Well, this has been great, and uh, thank you guys for what you're doing. Uh, This adds so much to what is already a great community. Uh, So thank you for doing God's work, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again uh, sometime soon. Oh, that would be great. We really appreciate it. Yes. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll keep you company over there with some new episodes. Uh Yeah. Thanks again. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Don from Biloxi, Mississippi. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast from the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Jeff, for coming on to meet the Littles. Back-to-back Jeffs. I know. I did not even put that in my head (laughs) when we were doing that interview. What a fascinating life he leads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so great to talk to him. And that's like bucket list dream world. You've never met a Little and you get to... Jingle Fest. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. However, since we're here, let's make sure we plug it. Summer of Littles, 5. Yes. August 5th. See August how easy that holiday. is? August has a holiday. Absolutely. So just go to summeroflittles.com for all the information. Bob Walsh was on our previous episode. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that yet, if you need to hear all about it, he goes into some of the history and all that stuff. It's great. It's a great interview. We always love having him on. And just go over to summerlittles.com for all the information he just added. I think it was like five or ten new cities. Yep. Uh, it's not too late to become a host. So if you want to host a city, get on get over to summerlittles.com and get mm-hmm. in touch with Bob. Roxy, we don't have time to really go into this, but I will say the bribes have been raised for us Really? At certain venues. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People are talking about baking birthday cakes. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, yeah. Any cake I want. Any <laughs> Ice cream cake <laughs> with the little crunchies. <laughs> that might be hard to do. Well, to bake, well, sure. Well, yeah, you're not going to bake it, but yeah. Just anyway. hop on over to a Carvel somewhere. Carvel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's get to our emails. Episode 178. <laughs> We're going to start here. Start there? Okay. Yeah. You might want to sit down for this one. Uh-oh. It says, Dear Choxy, I've sat by silently long enough. I've been on Roxy's side this entire time, supported her no matter what, <laughs> made sure that I was always in her corner, defended her time and time again. Uh-oh, what did I do? Enough is enough. Oh, no. Roxy stating, quote, I'm trying to get back into running, end quote, <laughs> is the last straw. You were just taking a break because it was January and it was too cold. It's July now. Get outside in those fancy running shoes and sequined outfits and get out there. Chuck. My next email on this topic is the go-ahead to repossess all of the sneakers no. and pawn the fancy watch. No. <laughs> all right, let's pause there, though. No. Well, uh, in all fairness, the watch was a gift. That was like yes. your. Br- oh, was I'm, that a Christmas present, right? Yeah. Okay, so I can't. I'm keeping the watch. That, yeah, that's that's I'm that's off the, the table. Yeah. I wear them not for running right, right. now, but I do wear okay. them well, all the time. Let's let's hear the man out. Okay. Let's, let's hear what he has to say. <sighs> he says, during a recent vacation with my family, we had a flight with multiple empty seats in multiple rows. That's the dream. Yeah. The setup was five seats across. In one row, there were three seats. 
for two of our family. The other two seats were occupied by strangers. Do you sit next to the stranger and stretch out towards your family member, or do you sit next to your family member and stretch out towards the stranger? Notice I didn't say offering to share the empty seat with the stranger was an option. <laughs> the seat was mine, and no one was taking it from me. Episode 178, ABTAHS. We will not do better the next time. I always want to lean towards somebody that I know. Yeah. Or the wall or the aisle. Well, he did say stretch out. He didn't say lean, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's always an issue because I prefer an aisle seat. Roxy prefers a window seat. That's not. Oh, right. Well, if we're so on we, a two-seater, that's fine. But we usually like going, we'll do one. And then the other person sits in the middle. Right. Because we want to sit next to each other. I mean, obviously yeah. the hope is that usually there's nobody I in the middle. I sit in the middle so that I can lean on you and you can have your Well, I was going to say, you get the best of both worlds. No, because in all fairness, <laughs> we share that. We understand we have, that. Yes, we so have. So you yeah. get the window seat and I sit in the middle. And then on the return flight. Right. But what I'm saying is I it's a win-win for you because you lean against the window or you lean against me. <laughs> so it's kind of unfair. Well, if you, you think lean about against it. me or you lean out towards the aisle. Well. So it's right. a win-win for both of us. All right. <laughs> 178. I'm looking forward to that next email when I get to repossess shoes. No. Even, though, even though she wears them sort of for work. I do. They're okay. all I use. That's fine. He's acknowledging this whole we're talking about 10 or 11 running running shoes. I know. I only have Not three. Not workout shoes. Okay. I fair only enough. have three. No, she's working hard. I can I'm attest that. I'm working very she hard. She gets up so early every day. Ugh. I'm like, you're insane. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Ugh. It's terrible. Anyway. I don't either. Once I'm there, I'm fine. But it's Roxy, getting up. We have some good news. Okay. The dad jokes have returned. Yes. At least one for now. Yes. Okay. Here we oh, go. Oh, goody. It says, dearest Charles and Roxanne. <laughs> I just heard that laughing loudly in Hawaii is illegal. You must keep it to aloha. <laughs> aloha ha 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 from Baldwin, North Dakota. Landon Williams, Chuck and Roxy number 385 to 450-ish, it Oh, says. my gosh. Like, hello. Are we going to be around that long? <laughs> I don't know. You better get in line way before that. I don't know. That's a long ways away. I know. All right. And then you're going to do the next one, right? Yes. This is from Eric Lonergan, episode four. Feeling the love. Thanks, Choxy. No, I haven't drawn Ritz, Tiny Chuck, or any other third wheels before I found my initial muse in the delightful and stunning Sydney. I'm open to suggestions, and I'll be back in New York City in August, so get requests in now if anyone wants the originals. Eric Lonergan, episode four. Aww. Roxy, could you have read that any more suggestive? No, 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 no. What? No, I'm just reading it. Just reading it. No, uh -huh. it was oh, oh, sweet. Oh, oh, oh. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. That's such a nice compliment. <laughs> it is a great compliment. All right. Lastly, we heard from a newbie. Love these. Chuck and Roxy love the podcast. Let's just stop there. Okay. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll continue. That's a great. Who? Your genuine love and sincerity for the Littles community is always evident. One comment on wedding cookies. I live in West Virginia, just south of Pittsburgh. I am also Italian, and when a couple begins to become serious, someone will remark, you better start baking cookies. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. By the way, Pittsburgh is the only city in the country that ends with an H. Oh. It was grandfathered in when the Postal Service dropped the H from all other locations. Hmm. As I often tell the woman whom I am related by marriage, quote, I may not be fun, but I'm educational, end quote. <laughs> Thank you. It was such a lovely email. I'm going to let Roxy tell you who it's from. Bill Choudier? Sure. Okay, great. I just didn't want to get nailed for butchering. Choudier? I'm sure Choudier? we're... 
Bill, you have to come on the podcast so we, A, don't butcher your name again. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. maybe we didn't. Maybe Roxy maybe nailed I it. Maybe I nailed Hopefully it. Hopefully you nailed it. Maybe I crushed it. I just knew I you would have a much better chance maybe than I, I would. Maybe I knocked so. it out of the park. I'm sure you did. You always <laughs> knock it out I of didn't. the park, Roxy. <laughs> All right. Basically, that's all the time we have, Roxy. But a quick scheduling note before we get out of here. Okay. Now, we if you listen to the big show, hopefully this isn't a spoiler alert. Tony's taking a week off, which oh. I'm so proud of him for. Okay. It's his birthday week. That's uh, right. Yeah. And they're just doing stuff. Yep. And like you said, he usually he used to take the whole summer off. Right. Now he's taking a week off. Right. So we were trying to think. Chuck was here thinking like, well, how can we be there for the littles? <laughs> okay. So I said to Roxy, I go, Roxy, <laughs> would you ever consider... Maybe next week going Monday, Wednesday, Friday to like be there for the to fill the void that the littles are going to have when we don't have Tony. <laughs> that, yeah. Actually, she's laughing, but you should have seen the look on her face. So we might try to do something like that uh-huh. or we might just stick to our normal Tuesday, Saturday schedule. Right, We're not sure. Right. It, it's going to be tricky for Monday, especially because we actually, full disclosure, we have a wedding we're going away to. Yes, we're going away again. To a wedding. Yeah. And Chuck's going to still try to be able to dance. Yes. This is weird. Chuck. Littles. Every time we have a wedding. Uh, because Thankfully, of my f- except our own. Yeah. Z- yeah. Plural. But because every time, it's very rare that I could get to a wedding because of my show schedule, mm-hmm. you know, for eight years being the same and five show weekends. Mm-hmm. There was like one or two. One in particular, I finally said, okay. Basically, I was like, okay, you get one a year. Yep. I could take, you know, which one? So yep. she picks this one. Yep. Literally the night before we're leaving for the wedding, I go crashing into a wall to try to catch a fly ball in the outfield. Yep. Don't break my leg, but pretty, came pretty darn close. Limping the entire <laughs> evening. <laughs> At the wedding. Like, as if he we was sl- wearing a brace, and he was, like, hopping and waddling. Uh, no, wait, and we slow dance. Come on. Uh, sort of, But it was yes. like that girl from 16 Candles with the neck thing or whatever. <laughs> I forget what that is. But anyway, it was really awkward. Well... Yeah. He's done it again, I've folks. Done it again. I had, a, I took a little fall on my rollerblades. Yeah, he Got ate a, it hard. I, no, it's definitely going to leave a said. mark. <laughs> it's definitely going to leave a mark. And, it has uh, left a mark. It has left a mark. Yeah. Um, oh, it's I'm, already left a mark. I can't believe your pants didn't rip. I know, right? Yeah. Thank goodness I was wearing pants and not yeah. just like shorts. Yeah. 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 So anyway, but we're gonna try. Yeah. But the point is that because we're going away to this wedding for the weekend. Having a show on Monday, we'll see. I right, yeah, you know, it's going to be hard enough to get the Tuesday show. Do out. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. But what well, what I'm saying is, we might do some special things next week. One mm-hmm. idea I had was maybe we'll release uh, old oh, podcasts yes. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, just as like a throwback, whatever. Sure, uh, we've done that in the past, we and that's have. been popular. We've actually gotten quite a few new listeners because yes. well, we have a new audience. We you know, do. in the last year, and We're it's growing, great. Growing, Chuck, and they missed all those other yeah. great episodes. Right. So we'll pick a few. We should have had. That's what we should have been drawing for at the for to raise money for Rocco's Warriors. Oh. I didn't know we were going to do that. Who wants their but episode? Yeah, re- but we'll probably re-release, re-release some of the bigs because that's normally what we do. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to make any of the littles jealous. You know? Right, right. I mean, if right. Ritz had an episode, we would redo that one for sure. Yes. So anyway, so we're tinkling with the schedule. Bear with us, tinkling? and we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> tinkling. Fiddling. You mean tinkering? Tinkering, fiddling, tinkling. <laughs> tinkling. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Eat it, Roxy. Okay, that's bringing me back to this bidet talk. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get out of here, Roxy. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need is right over there. And don't forget to visit summeroflittles.com for all your Summer of Littles needs. Yes. And most importantly, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, please, please go over there and give us a nice rate and review. It does help. We really appreciate it. And don't forget also, if you need a book. Go to aaronsbooks.com. I almost said stickgrip.com. Oh, my gosh. No, they're dead to us. <laughs> Stickgrip is dead to us. That's a long Aaron's story. Aaronsbooks.com. Aaron's and books. don't forget, 
Yes, in, in the, comments the comments section. section at checkout. Don't forget to use the code. You tell him, Tony B. Bye. I'd go back to 2004 and I would hit Dave Roberts <laughs> in the knee with a baseball bat. <laughs> One, two, three, go. podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. That's a great start. Oh, yeah.